0: Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of Beauty and Banter this week. We have a bonus episode for a reason. There is a hot topic that has surfaced the news. (laughs) Now, What does the news have for us, you ask? Well, we have just got word that Morphe, the beauty brand, has shut down several of their retail stores, leaving employees jobless now and, um, you know, without little answers. And very little, clearly very little notice. Um, It's really crazy. So I did some research. I took some notes down. I've got a lot to say. Really, come up with a consensus of what is going on here, because um, also spoiler, I'm a retired Morphe babe. I used to work at Morphe, so this is a doozy, you guys. This is a good one. Um, so I first learned about this actually through TikTok. I saw a TikTok of a girl, you know, just showing, and and it's funny. Maybe I had heard from somewhere else that things were kind of taking a nosedive with Morphe. But I saw the video of this girl. She, I think she was from the Arizona store and, uh, just, she was arriving to work and it was empty. Like all of the end caps and the, whatever they call them, just empty. And she had no, no answers, no notice, nothing. So it's really, really crazy. Now, if you don't know Morphe, they are known for being like an affordable brand, um, really big with social media and Gen Z. Uh, They really started with social media and Gen Z and have, you know, very um, big ties with social media influencers and those kind of collaborators. Um, But they've had plenty of scandals with the people that they have collaborated with as well. So like I said, entire stores are being shut down. Employees are being let go with just a few days notice. How wild is that? I mean, a a company like Morphe, you would expect them, or at least I would expect them to handle this a little bit better and maybe a little bit more carefully. But we're in the midst of this. This is pretty crazy, So I wanted to do my own research aside from what I saw on TikTok because I'm really interested in what is going on here. Now um, I have my notes, like I said before, Uh, Morphe is owned by Forma, which is a um, beauty brand company that owns Morphe, and several others. Um, the brands that are under them are Morphe, Morphe 2, which is like their Gen Z um, kind of like clean brand, like vegan beauty brand, whatever that is. <laughs> um, Bad Habit, which was like a skincare brand that Emma Chamberlain endorsed for a little while. Jacqueline Cosmetics, of course, Playa Beauty, and Lipstick Queen. So initially when I saw that, I was like, oh, I see okay, it all makes sense. It seemed that this company, this, this company that owns these brands really was born because of Morphe and because of their status and everything. And it seemed like they wanted to start this company and own all of the other brands or some of the brands that Morphe carried. Um, yeah, wow. So in one of the articles I read from Insider, a former rep confirmed that the stores were closing but didn't share the number of stores. The statement cited the broader beauty landscape throughout the last year was the reason for the closures. I mean, yes, sure, that makes a lot of sense. Obviously, the pandemic hit, but it seems that like there's more going on. Like there there is truly another reason for all of this, and we're going to get some clarity on that for sure. We're doing some digging, and we want some answers. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I said, while that's clearly true, it also does kind of seem like a hunk of BS to me. A little bit. Uh, Morphe has been great at kind of like sweeping issues under the rug, kind of like going with whatever their um, their audience is saying. If there's somebody that people are canceling and Morphe is tied to them and they're a collaborator with Morphe, Morphe will ex-nay them, which you know is probably best for the company. Looking at it now, but just you know, cuts the ties with their collaborator, and then just moves on to the next collaborator. But there's a trend because most of their collaborators have had some severe scandals and some of the biggest scandals in the beauty space. It really is, I mean, clearly it's embarrassing what's happening. So of course, they're not going to give a lot of insight yet. Um, They're probably probably being as careful as they can about this situation. Um, And it's, yeah, I mean, it's just all over embarrassing. And it really, what I'm surprised by is that when I did work at Morphe, it seemed that this company had a good amount of integrity and care for not only the employees, but the customers. But with this situation and how they've handled it, A lot of that integrity and respect has clearly gone out the window. I think that this is a fall from grace, and we are here to ask the question, why? So like I said, I am a retired Morphe babe. I worked there back in 2019 when the company was thriving. They were at their peak. It was just hustle, bustle, so much hype, so much just Like everybody was going to shop at Morphe. We were so busy. We had so much inventory, so many products. There was collaborations like every single month, new products, just, I mean, you could imagine it was like really in its heyday. And then also, not only were the collaborations and products just like flying off the shelves, we had plenty of inventory. And then on top of that, we're doing all of these incredible and grandiose meet and greets and Having um, you know all of these collaborators join and bring so much hype to the brand, it was, a f- it was truly a phenomenon um, in its day. <laughs> like, and they dominated social media, they dominated the, the um, influencer space as far as like beauty collaborations went, and had some of the top people in social media working alongside them and representing them. So when I did first start working at Morphe, I felt like I had a good sense of their integrity and what they stood for and their mission. And to me, that really felt like artistry, supporting young creatives and expressing yourself through, you know, more affordable makeup than that was, you know, on the market like Sephora and whatnot. Um, But then slowly, it seemed that Their integrity and the sense of like genuine artistry has kind of left them. And to me, everything turned into a cash grab. How much can you sell? How many collaborations? How many palettes can we come out with that, you know, are the same range of colors just mixed around in a different formation? Like it really turned into a cash grab. And hey, don't get me wrong. Of course, all brands are cash grabby and everything, but it wasn't really the same. And you could see that the trajectory of where they were trying to go doesn't seem like it would have longevity now that I think about it, because it was just so trendy. All they're doing is following trends, not really like standing their ground and making a foundation for them as a brand. They're just going with this trend, that trend. And unfortunately, trends are trends for a reason. They do go away. And it seems like Morphe was just a trend for, you know, the time period of, let's say, when they were just online, maybe like 2017, 18 to, you know, the end of 2020 when the pandemic hit. I mean, that's kind of that's a short period of time for that company to have this much of of a fluctuation. Uh, really crazy. I always saw Morphe's makeup as... Like okay, <laughs> it wasn't you know amazing, and no, it wasn't you know the highest quality. I think I really just loved their brushes, to be honest. Um, but they loved to say that they were like the highest quality, um, which I was like, that's uh, that's a little bit of a stretch. Um, but hey, we do love affordable makeup, um, and so yeah, uh, like I said, the brushes were my favorite thing, and and you know I was like cool with the makeup. And I could sell it and I could apply it on people, but it wasn't like, you know, something completely revolutionary um, as far as like quality of products went. So, what's happening now, and how is this a reflection of Morphe's past? Well, like we said before, they obviously have had several scandals uh, with their collaborators, um, some being James Charles, Jeffree Star, Jaclyn Hill, just to name some. And it's crazy. Like just watching all of it happen is crazy. So it is funny, I'm going to cite another thing that I saw on the New York Times. Um, It was a comment saying that Morphe isn't vastly known other than within its dedicated online following. Soon after collaborating consistently with Jeffrey, Jacqueline, and James, it became more of a household name. So, I mean, not long after, they've lost credibility with the controversial situations that have happened. Um, And... It unfortunately led to them parting ways with these people who were essentially the face of their brand. So when the face of your brand walks away, what happens now? What do you do? Where do you go from? Or where do you go to? (laughs) So, like we said, there were several scandals that happened. So, the ones that were very public, of course, was Jeffree Star. He had a scandal where there were, you know, racist tweets that resurfaced from his past. So, of course, that wasn't cool. And there's probably more, more than that that happened. Um, so, they clearly cut ties with him. Um, James Charles had his scandals where, he was uh, messaging underage kids inappropriately. um, And then, you know, that happened. And Jacqueline Hill had her scandals where she launched her lipstick line, and it was extremely faulty and had major problems there. And then also her vault collection was a total flop, horrible quality, um, and different quality compared to, you know, the other products. And James Charles also had his um, his colorful palette. I forgot the James Charles palette, Um, and also that was a faulty palette too because it was staining people's skin severely. Obviously, there are pigments, and you know some pigments stain, but it really was also the way that he handled it. (laughs) Um, You know, people even this past Halloween season were using the palette, and he went on to say, I think you know someone made a TikTok like, "Yo." I have like a fully stained face from your products. And his response was just kind of like full of mockery to these other people. And he wasn't really taking any accountability, just like blaming others and saying like, you don't know how to use the products like their pigments. Yeah, they stain. I don't know, just had a lot of attitude behind it and just really wasn't the best way to respond to the situation, especially following all of the controversy that you already have. So I do know that obviously Jaclyn Hill is still tied to the company, um, but it just kind of just goes to show, again, the negligence and the scandals that happened within this brand. I mean, the brand is really the center of, of all of this. So crazy. And you know something that I was thinking about too uh, was influencers in you know the early days of YouTube and social media, of course, were endorsing products that they truly loved. And, you know, people would would trust their opinions and trust their advice and go and buy a product. But now that everything is full of endorsement and again, the whole cash grab situation, we know that people are really only endorsing things for money. So they kind of also lose their credibility as influencers as well. And I think people can kind of see through that now. It's all cash grab. People are going to, you know, go somewhere else and look at other things when they've heard, you know, Morphe, 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 this and that. Like, we get it. Clearly, you're endorsing this brand for a reason, not because you truly, genuinely stand by it and use it every day. It's also wild to think about that Morphe was tied to the biggest makeup launch of all time the Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson collaboration, but for Jeffree Star Cosmetics, the Conspiracy palette, that is the biggest makeup launch in beauty history. They sold millions and millions and millions of dollars. And the hype around that was just wild. I mean, there was so much hype around this palette and and everything. And so to see morphe having like that meet and greet and and being you know the facilitator for this brand and everything and then just to kind of like watch it all nosedive it's pretty crazy and in such a short amount of time and i do believe that the pandemic was probably a big hitter for this but i think people's um you know, trends, like I said, trends are shifting, things are changing, standards are changing. And also they said that people are, you know, just going more into like skincare and clean beauty and this and that. And Morphe has tried to change their brand so many times and reinvent themselves that I just think they can't keep up with everything that they have done. And it's just lost its credibility and, and lost its credibility, but also lost, their genuine aspect, if that makes any sense. So I also checked Morphe's website. It says that there are 27 stores across the country, but more locations have definitely been removed and shut down since then. Um, another thing that I read as well is they were, um, heavily discounting their products leading up to this um and you know selling out not having enough inventory and that is not typical for morphe and morphe culture when i worked there there was rarely a sale i mean everything i mean everything was already affordable as is but rarely a sale you could really only get you know some sort of sale through the affiliate codes the 10 percent off codes that you would get from your influencers who were endorsing the brand um Yeah, rarely sales and always, always having shipment and product and inventory ready to go because it was so high demand. Now, um, employees were noticing that they were not getting shipments as often, things were not um, stocked up on the shelves, and they're having tons of sales. Big red flag, like that really really tells you a lot there. Um, And they even, it said that with holiday sales starting in October, yes, we know that people love to, um, put on sales as early as they can for the holiday season but this is abnormally early for this brand so clearly you can tell something was going on and I really wonder if those employees and people were asking these questions and probably just getting ignored saying oh yeah you know we're gonna get a shipment later or oh they're just you know maybe rebranding or this and that and just coming up with excuses it's highly possible I really do feel sorry for all of the employees and, you know, management that is going through this. It's very shocking. I'm so sorry. Um, And it really just goes to show how they did not prepare themselves well for a situation like this. It's really wild. It's a shame to see a company that, you know, was doing so well and had such high revenue take a complete nosedive and leave people without answers and with nothing to show for. I wish Morphe good luck. <laughs> I wish all of the people that worked for Morphe good luck. Uh, but I think this is going to be really difficult to bounce back from. Um, not saying that you know they should be canceled in any way, but this is a huge lesson uh, in the beauty industry and for other brands. It just goes to show that If you have your foundation and your center and everything that you stand for, and it's of course everything is about money, but if you make it about a cash grab and trends and work with negligent people, it's going to have a crazy outcome. And I just, I feel bad for the brand, especially because I worked there. They had so much potential. I really thought that they would be a brand that was in it for the long haul, Um, but clearly their longevity was not the case. Um, So That's just my take on it, you guys. Uh, I can't wait to hear more. I'm really looking forward to see what they have to say uh, about all of this and what's going to happen in the future for this brand and for everybody else. So yeah, there's your uh, little pop culture episode. Uh, Thank you so much for listening, you guys. Do not forget to rate, share, download, follow. um, And I will talk to you all in the next episode.